Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Jake from the Total Screamers podcast. The Premier League's in full swing and that means it's time to throw on your club shirt and make sure you don't take a nasty tackle below the waist. Our partners at Manscaped are here so you stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming needs with the code SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. That's SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. My name is Jed and I'm joined by Billy today. Say hello Billy. Hello mate, how are you? All good, thank you, mate. And I'm joined by Paul. Say hello, Paul. Hey, how's it going? All good, thank you, mate. Thank you both for joining me. Uh, we're back with another 11 show. And this one proved to be quite a popular one on Twitter. Um, and it's it's sprung up a fair bit of debate between ourselves as well, uh, between <laughs> us boys and, and Jake and Simo in the Screamers group chat. Uh, it's a Streets Will Never Forget 11 this week. Um, and I think the idea behind Streets Will Never Forget is cult hero type players, uh, mm. players who've either done well for a short spirit, well, short space of time and become a court hero that way, or they've just been you know, class throughout their career. Um, some positions are harder to pick than others, um, but we're going to start, obviously, with the goalkeepers. Uh, Irishman, Shea Given, makes it in uh, with 40% Ooh. of the vote he won. Paul's <laughs> 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 <Pulled> delighted. <laughs> um, it's been so long since an Irishman's made it into one of, one of these. <laughs> Paul's thinking, finally! Um, Shea Given's made it. <laughs> Shea Given, 40% of the vote he won with. Uh, he beat Tim Howard, came second with 24%. Gabor Kirali in third with 23%. And then Joe Hart 
uh, with 13% was in fourth place. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Paul. Very good. How do you feel um, about this one? Oh, chuffed, obviously. Um, but Given played for Villa as well, didn't he, for a bit? Or am I yeah, wrong? he did. On, uh, only a few years okay. and mm. didn't get many starts or anything. It was only when we was going down that okay. he started playing. He was, he was past <laughs> it then, wasn't he? <laughs> Nothing to do with him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, delighted. Actually, didn't vote for him. I voted for Gabor Karai based on the tracks and bottoms. But um, yeah, given his class, wasn't he? Like, just kind of stayed in the Premiership the whole time for like ten or fifteen years at a decent level. Got the move to City, and then just as they got very good, he got replaced by Joe Hart, which is an embarrassment in itself. Um, but uh, yeah, and unbelievable for Ireland. Like, we were just—you didn't realize at the time, but man, we were just so lucky back then. Um, so yeah, deservedly in this in this eleven, I think. Definitely. So, what do you think, Billy? Um, I was looking at the stats earlier between Given and Tim Howard, and Tim Howard played fifty-two less games than Shea Given, but made five hundred and seventeen more saves. That's that's more than Given <laughs> made in his whole Premier League career. <laughs> what the hell? It's got to be wrong. <laughs> it, look, it was on the Premier League. I mean, that what does that com, does so. that say more about? Does that say more about the defenders in front of the players or <laughs> the quality of the keeper? Like, what can you take out? Probably of that stat? a bit of both. It's a good to be stat, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like Shea Given. I like, I've always liked him as a player. Um, he just—he was just like a Premier League. He was just constantly there, wasn't he? He—he mm. he always got in the team at Newcastle, obviously for so long. Went to Man City. Um, and then had a bit more competition, and then his career just sort of wound down. I think at Villa and Stoke. <laughs> yeah. um, but I like him, and personally, he's, though, he's for, definitely a very good keeper. For me, as well. if it, if it was down to me, I'd have had Brad Friedling goal. I think he's one of the best keepers to yeah. play in the Premier League, just purely for the level that he was able to maintain throughout his whole career and for so long as well. I think he's got like the, um, I think he's played the most consecutive Premier League games or something like that, and he was yeah. so so yeah, good, a good, such job. a good goalkeeper. But Jed didn't. Does and did he play for Villa or? He was he was actually as it happened, yeah. <laughs> he um I uh, I did weigh up putting him in the poll to be fair. Um but Gabor Kirali's jogging bottoms won me over. because um, I was I was I was weighing it up in my mind and I was thinking Brad Friedel, yeah, he's a really good keeper. Yeah, he was in the Premier League for god knows how long and he played at a high level as you say, Billy. But nothing about him really stands out to me other than that he was a really good keeper. But, and the bold head, like he was just, he was just, he had a bold head, yeah. But like <laughs> he's there, like he did, he, he turned up, he did his job every week, and he just, you know, there was like minimal fuss about Brad Friedel, <laughs> and he scored a goal once as well. But like Gabor Kirali <laughs> wore jogging bottoms in the Premier League, yeah. like <laughs> it's so much more iconic, like it's so much more iconic, and <laughs> he's just like he just looks like the most Sunday League keeper <laughs> to ever play professional football. It's brilliant, <laughs> like that won it over for me. <laughs> so sorry, Brad if you're listening um, <laughs> but, but you need you need you need some jogging bottoms in your life mate um <laughs> i do i, I do hope what because i think we mentioned on it last week gabor kirali actually sells his own brand of kirali gray joggers um one day i, I do hope to own a pair <laughs> i imagine that they're the most comfortable things in the world because he played for years in them as well. <laughs> but um i mean again i can see the argument for Tim Howard as well, um, good keeper, and then in the latter part of his career, great beard as well. The, the upside oh, down head man. combo was quite good. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the, the beard and the bald head, um, he was a really good goalkeeper. Um, but 
I think for in terms of Premier League keepers, Shea Given just comes to mind first, doesn't he? Ahead of mm-hmm. uh, ahead of Tim Howard and Joe Hart was in there for when he sort of burst onto the scene, I guess, as a youngster in the Man City team, and then was good for a little while, um, and then obviously rapidly declined. <laughs> Spectacularly so. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we're going to move on to right backs. And this has been won by Alan Hutton, uh, the Scottish Cafu, I think they call him. Is that what they call oh, him? So, yeah, Alan Hutton, like the um, Scottish Cafu. What a player. What a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's won this by an absolute landslide. I think this is probably down to Billy's, uh, Billy's Villa connections as well. Uh, but he's won it with 56% <laughs> of the vote. Mika Richards came second with 19%. Glenn Johnson third with 14 And then Giuliano Belletti uh, in fourth with 11%. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, Billy? Um... I love the bloke. He's a Villa icon in recent times, but in all fairness, as far as a Premier League streets will never forget 11 goes, I'm not really talk- too sure how he's in here because other than the three years he was at Spurs, where he only played 51 games, over those three years, he really didn't do much. And at the start of his Villa career as well, he was really poor. So I'm not, it is because of my retweet. <laughs> that he's in here but other than that he really didn't do much <laughs> in the Premier League anyway well the reason the reason why he made it into the poll is because when I was looking back right back is quite a hard position for any poll really mm. um, especially one that's like a streets will never forget type thing and I remember that he scored a worldie for Scotland um, or, I thought he was going to say for Villa for Scotland, then but he was playing because he did right. he, sc- <laughs> no, he scored a worldie he scored a worldie where he beat like five players or something on a run and then went and finished it and then that's what sparked Spurs to sign him um, and then after that I recall him playing for Spurs and, and then going to Villa <laughs> and that's why I put him in the polls because I just couldn't I was trying to mix it up a little bit but honestly I did think that Glenn Johnson would win this one um, and I was very much mistaken. Uh, what, I what thought Mika Richards was, was going to stand more of a chance, to be honest with you. Sorry for putting in then. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Billy. Um, do you want to talk about any more Villa players? Or are you done? <laughs> <laughs> We've got another few, to be fair, so I'll <laughs> leave it for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's good. Um, I've, yeah, I voted for Hutton for this. Um, I remember him at Spurs and kind of he was like the... He was like a good attacking fullback, and then his career just seemed to fall off a cliff. And then he, yeah, he was at Villa, but then yeah, I kind of remember that he wasn't that good for Villa as well. Um, and then he went to Spain. Did he? Yeah, he played for. Yeah, Rangers he for went to. Well. Um, uh, he went to Mallorca for a bit, and then Bolton yeah. came back the season before we were relegated, <laughs> and then rejuvenated his career with in the uh, Championship, and kind of become an unsung hero. Really, so it's weird how his career's nice. gone. Fair play, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Um, I would have preferred Pascal Chimbanda to appear. Um, had that unbelievable season for Wigan and got into the France World Cup squad off the back of it and didn't play a game um, in the World Cup and then I was also he, thinking uh, Flanagan would have been a good shout for Liverpool after his like decent half yeah. a season and to be yeah, named that was as, the, as the actual that, Scouse Cafu that was that <laughs> the almost is that the, the almost title year yeah exactly yeah, um, yeah. and his See, career fell off a cliff as well um, <laughs> See, so, Flanagan yeah. never really Flanagan never really popped into my head. Chimbonda did. Um, I didn't yeah. know that he got into the into a World Cup. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea about that. That's classic. If I'd have known that, he'd have made it in ahead of Alan Hutton, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I did think about Chimbonda, yeah. But then I was like, I don't know why in my in my head I just remember him being a bit crap 
Oh, like, he was a bit erratic or something. That's kind of the beauty. Um, and then yeah. I think Glenn Johnson was just a very good right back, wasn't he? Like he played for England for a mm. long time. So yeah, he's he, obviously the um, best player I'd, I'd say in the poll. Like I say, I, I thought he was going to win this. To be honest, because I remember, the Glenn Johnson I remember was like an attacking fullback who scored absolute worldies. Um, yeah. He, he that scored one goal he scored goal for Portsmouth, Portsmouth I think it was. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I remember goals, um, mm. I went I went to an England game at Wembley, which was ahead of the 2010 World Cup, and he scored in that. I think it was against Mexico, and that was like a worldie as well. He like run from the halfway <laughs> line and cut inside and finished it with his left foot. It was amazing. No, I, I I genuinely thought he'd do better. Um, but yeah, it's probably just it's probably advanced. recency bias. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> Um, somebody questioned where Paolo Ferreira was on on Twitter uh, when I tweeted out the the team graphic um, he's just too good as well like don't know well see I I remember him being a a good player um, and Belletti was it was like a toss up between them when I went with Belletti um, because I remember him yeah. scoring a screamer as well at one point. <laughs> That's what I'm basically <laughs> judging this off. He scored, scored good goals. Scored <laughs> three or not. If you remember, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> we can rename the poll now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, either way, I mean, Alan Hutton. Uh, he had some attacking threat to the team overlapping on the right hand side, doesn't he? Uh, I'm going to move on. Let's not forget his goal against, right against Birmingham City as well. <laughs> running through the whole defence and <laughs> slotting it home with let's, his left foot. Yeah, let's not forget it. <laughs> I mean, that was in the, was that in the cha- that was in the championship though, wasn't it? It it was in the championship, but it doesn't matter. We can edit that part out actually. It's not about the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on to uh, the the first centre back position. Um again, I was uh, having a hard time of thinking of like cult hero centre backs that that aren't like that weren't like big six uh, players. Um in this one Christopher Samba won the vote with 38% of the vote. Uh, Colo Torre came second with 28, uh, 28%. Uh, Rio Ferdinand third with 20%. And then Ricardo Carvalho fourth with 14%. What do you make of this one, Paul? I think you should explain yourself on these options. Ferdinand played for United for 10 years. Torre <laughs> played for City and Arsenal for probably 10 years. Carvalho played for Chelsea. And then Real Madrid for a good to 10 years. <laughs> So, like, basically, there's no other options. <laughs> but, like, they... Um... <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine Richard Dunn should... Not an Irish bias, but Billy will be happy to say Richard Dunn should probably be in there at some stage with his own goals. Um, and that's just off the top of my head. But, I see, I always think of... Well, what I was thinking of is players who were... Good goals. Good. Like, Richard Dunn was, was quite solid, but, like, also was quite crap at the same time. Exactly. One of them, like... The, oh, <laughs> But it wasn't like those streets were. Uh, it's kind of like they're supposed to be good, aren't they? As well, at the same time, like oh, he was really good, weren't he, for that that mo- that little bit or that long period? Yeah, but Richard but Dunn was Richard just Dunn a middle in centre. Like, he was just an average Premier League centre centre half. That scored a lot of own goals. The season for City for four years in a row. So that'd be yeah. But that was when City was that was when City was shit though. So it was like. <laughs> True. I mean, I'd have taken him at, at Cov all the time he was playing at, uh, <laughs> at Man City. Don't get me wrong, but like, you know, I I just ran out. I, I ran out of ideas here uh, for the centre backs because <laughs> the street, okay, that's all right. when you think when you think streets will never forget, it's primarily attacking players, isn't it? Um, yeah. But either way, that's true. Either way, obviously, um, Christopher Samba, the Man Mountain, has won this one. <laughs> Are you happy um, with Jeff. his inclusion? Because <laughs> <laughs> didn't he come back? He came back to uh, yeah, he was a good player. And yeah, then he was at QPR. QPR and just did fuck all. 
Um, so he definitely deserves to be in it. And I voted for him. So. He's, in, he's in here for his Blackburn days. That's why he's here. He's not yeah. in here for when he played for Villa either. Villa, oh, I was or, just going to make QPR. Sure. He's in it. He's in here for when he played at Blackburn and he was really good when he was at Blackburn. To be fair, he was a very good sense back when he was at Blackburn. He was. He was just a beast, weren't he? He's what, mm. uh, he's what uh, like... He's everything a centre back needed to be like at, at that time as well. Like yeah. good in the air at the back, a bit of a of rock, and then obviously going forward, he had a, a big presence as well, a big aerial threat in the box. I liked him. I really liked him. As my player, so my best memory of Samba is when Steve Bruce decided to bring him on up front as a last hope against Sheffield Wednesday when we was losing two <laughs> 0 and he scored in the ninety seventh minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the kind of thing you get with Christopher Sambo, isn't it? <laughs> throw him on if you exactly. need to. Throw him on up front, and he'll cause he'll cause problems. <laughs> so I can I, I like Steve Bruce's thinking there. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's lacking at Newcastle at the minute. It's a big centre back he can just chuck up front. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Andy Carroll. He should be all right. Uh, yeah, Andy Carroll's made of paper though, isn't he? So. No, he, That's true. He can't play longer than 10 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> as much as I love him. Um, I'm going to move on to the next centre-back poll, um, where there's a few more <laughs> less... <laughs> I think these are probably more acceptable inclusions. Um, <laughs> you've got Olaf Melberg winning this one with 67% of the vote, uh, a landslide really. Ledley King came second in um, with 13%, and then William Gallas and Sammy Hoopier have drawn with 10% each. Uh, Billy, what do you think about this one? The term legend gets thrown about a lot, doesn't it, really? But Olaf Melberg is well and truly an Aston Villa legend in my eyes. He signed for Villa on the ber- on my- the day of my birth, and the first words my dad said to me <laughs> when I was born were, the Villa have just signed Melberg, and that is 100% true. <laughs> Is your your middle name Olaf? It's it's not. No, it's not. He was very close to being. Oh, that would be. I'm good. I'm I'm good about that. Um, But ever since then, he was one of my favourite players, and the partnership he had with Mel, but with uh, Larson, sorry, was so good and so underrated. A proper fantastic player, a great guy as well, with an outstanding beard. That's all I can say. It definitely was an outstanding beard, 100%. Yeah, and he got his move to Juventus after it as well, so it all worked out for him. <laughs> Did, yeah, he was a like um, very solid centre-back, played at a high level uh, after Villa, obviously, at <laughs> Juventus. Um, I, remember him, I remember him playing for Sweden against England, like the World Cups and the Euros and everything like that, and, uh, and just in general being impressed by his beard for the whole time. That he was a <laughs> Premier League footballer, um, but yeah, very solid player. Um, it's no surprise to me that he's won it, even with the you know the Villa following that have, have voted <laughs> on this. Um, but to be fair, I would have preferred to see Ledley King in there because I like Ledley King. Um, obviously, a Tottenham legend. He's definitely a, a cult hero there. I mean, what do you think about the other players in the poll, Paul? Uh, yeah, I voted for Hippia. Um, for obvious reasons, but can't really argue with Billy on Melbourne. He, yeah, he's pretty much yeah, yeah, Villa legend and stuck around for so long as well. Um, yeah, King was obviously one of those players. He can't say he didn't fulfil his potential, but it seems like everyone agrees that he could have been a lot better. Or like, yeah, despite his injuries, like he could have been a lot better um, if he wasn't so unlucky. Um, mm. So yeah, it's a bit of bit of a pity about his career. But yeah, he's like you hear the stories from back then, and he just didn't train at all, just played yeah. from game to game. So that just proves, like, yeah, what an absolute legend he is, and what a player he was to be able to do that and still be picked 
Like, imagine being the centre-back who isn't getting picked. <laughs> 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 110% on the training ground every yeah. week. And Ledley just turns up on a Saturday and gets yeah. in the team. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it from here. <laughs> You'd be absolutely yeah. fuming. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love that about him, to be fair. Obviously, he had a recurring like knee issues, I think, didn't he? Um, yeah. But I, the, the main thing that I remember about Ledley King is him being like, on the fringes of the England team for like his whole career. And he only ever seemed to get a game when either Terry or Ferdinand or Sol Campbell wasn't available, um, which is a shame for him because he obviously was a really good defender. Um, and throughout his career, obviously showed that, as Paul said, didn't even need to train, <laughs> didn't even train, <laughs> just turned up and got a game and got the captain's armband every week as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I like the other players in there as well. Sammy Hippio obviously was, was class when he was at Liverpool. Um, and he's a friend of the pod as well. <laughs> and, uh, and William Gallas, for me, like I was just trying to think of centre backs from like the, the 2000s era, mm. and William Gallas just stands out. Obviously, he was a great Chelsea, player, Arsenal, to be fair. And, and Spurs on his day, yeah, definitely. Um, I think he's no, like, tailed off. By the time he ended up at Spurs, I think he'd sort of declined a bit. Um, <laughs> and he should be in it for his meltdown alone against, wasn't it, Birmingham? When yeah. Arsenal kind of yeah, threw away so. a 2 yeah. lead, and he's just. <laughs> <laughs> so French of him to go like he went the other just, end of the pitch didn't he just fully yeah he walked he, yeah, I think they conceded a penalty or something didn't they and yeah, he just yeah, walked yeah. up to the other end of the pitch <laughs> classic <laughs> it's such a petty thing to do as well. <laughs> um, you don't get you don't get that these days you don't get that these no, days No, nobody don't. would do that because they'd get absolutely slaughtered like by the press if a player did that like, there's no mm-hmm. he was a bit more of a maverick wasn't he which uh, you don't get as much yeah. these days um, I'm going to move on to the left back position um, which was won by a Liverpool player John Arnorisa 44% of the vote he got on this one um, Leighton Baines came second with 27% uh, Patrice Evra was third with 23 and then Wainbridge way down in fourth at 6% uh, what do you think about this one Paul? Um, yeah great shout by everyone picking Risa as the left back he just <laughs> had an absolute rocket of a left foot and yeah he I never actually thought he was that good, but like hearing any interviews with former players of Liverpool, especially like Jared, who seemed to be like he seriously mistrusted a lot of the foreign lads or the signings who came in, but he seemed to love Risa. Um and yeah, he got picked by a few different managers when he played for Liverpool, so he's obviously a decent player. Um and scored that absolute rocket against United um at Anfield and got a song made after it. So he deserves to win this one, I think. I think the the song is definitely still sung as well, and that must be what like fifteen years later. Cool hero, certified yeah, cool hero. Uh, what do you think, Billy? Um, it's understandable why Risa and Baines were both one and two. I think they're they're the more modern style fullbacks, aren't they? Kind of getting so many goals and assists between them. Um, both fantastic players. Um, personally, I voted for Baines. Eighty-five goal contributions in four hundred and twenty games for a left back's incredible. And he just brought so much to that Everton side, didn't he? He did, yeah. He, he went, especially um, having done so well when Wigan came up. Um, obviously, moving to Everton, you know, it could it could have flopped for him, but it showed just how good he was um, to to hold down that that position and, and do so well there for for such a long period of time. Um, I really like Leighton Baines. Um, I thought it was going to be a bit closer between him and Risa, to be fair, but obviously Risa. He was a must-have in um, fantasy back in like 2006, <laughs> 2007. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you had to have him. If you didn't, you were just an idiot. Because he just, yeah, he was <laughs> unbelievable. He seemed to get an assist every week or a goal. He was on penalties as well, yeah, I think, he just... wasn't he, for a large yeah, part, yeah. part yeah. of his uh, Everton Yeah, for, for a time at Everton, he was. I think he, he took free kicks as well, didn't he? 
Um, I remember yeah. him scoring free kicks. Um, just brilliant player. And obviously, I remember that one he scored. I think it was against. Well. Uh, was it against Newcastle from like forty yards out or something ridiculous? Just bullet straight into the top left or something? Or am I just thinking of something else? I can't remember every Leighton Baines goal off the top of my head, unfortunately. But I mean, it's, uh, I believe it some, it's, it's out there. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. <laughs> but, um, as I say, it's a, I, I thought it would be a little bit closer. Um, but I'm, I'm, I've been equally as happy with either of Risa or, or Baines in there, or even Everett, to be fair. I mean, Everett was a good player. He obviously won a lot with United, um, but he's that sort of attacking fullback as well. Um, offered offered quite a lot for United going forward, so it's the main reason why he's in there. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with, with John Arna Risa um, yeah. overall. I think it's quite a solid back five. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. Can't argue with us, yeah. Um, is Bridge <laughs> in the poll because he didn't shake John Terry's hand? Because if no, so, all for it. <laughs> I mean, no, Sorry, that's John. not the, that's not what I was thinking of. Um, but I mean, I personally, if if I met John Terry, I'd shake his hand and say thank you for being a fan <laughs> of Total Screamers. Um, but <laughs> given the circumstances, I can understand why why Bridge didn't shake his hand. Um, no, he's in he's in there because I remembered um, when he sort of came through at Southampton, he was pretty good, and then played a, a big role for Chelsea before uh, they signed Ashley Cole. So yeah. I, I liked him. No, he's I think he was a good, very good, good player. player. But compared to the other three, though, I don't think he was ever going to get anywhere near really. No. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on um, to the right midfield position, uh, which has been won by one of the players that I think sparked the whole streets will never forget thing mm. on Twitter. Um, Hatem Ben Arfa has won this with 40% of the vote. Ian Robin uh, was second with 31%, and then Nani in third with 16%, and David Bentley uh, in fourth with 13%. Paul, what are your thoughts on this one, mate? I think, Jed, that you've picked some unbelievable options here. Well done. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, coming, coming from you, mate, that means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you'd argue that Robin was too good for this poem, but I think he only he only played played like two seasons or three seasons, and yeah, it was unbelievable. I think especially in the first season when Chelsea won the league with Mourinho, him and Duff were just yeah. a class apart. And it's like mental to think that Mourinho plays such terrible football now, where like his first season they won, they were really <laughs> solid at the back, but like they were mm. so good going forward. Mm. Um, and then yeah, Ben Arf, I'd say yeah, like you said, this poll is pretty much made for someone like Ben Arfa. Um, just one of those players who, like, yeah, on his day could do unbelievable damage, but just never really bothered. Um, <laughs> he has that one unbelievable goal for uh, Newcastle, where he dribbles like half the pitch. Um, but yeah, just never really was ours to football, I guess, was he? Or not really sure. It seemed mean, like he could do a lot better than he his, he did for he his had whole a few, career. He had a few tricks, didn't he? In, in his uh, yeah. In his locker, but that goal. I mean, whenever someone tweets, the streets will never forget Hatton Ben Arthur. It's that goal that you were yeah. <laughs> talking about, where he runs from inside his own half. Um, but what a goal, though! <laughs> well, I agree with what you what you said about Robin as well. Like he was just phenomenal for Chelsea when mm. obviously he, he played for them for I think it was yeah, like you say, it was only two or three seasons before he went off to Real Madrid. Um, and then obviously since then he's he was you know world class player for yeah, the rest of yeah. his career. Um, but mm-hmm. While in the Premier League, he was definitely that kind of, you know, that kind of player that springs to mind when you're thinking of, you know, cult heroes from a certain era. Um, really, really liked him when he was there. And, and it's weird. It's, it's so weird, the difference in like, the Mourinho teams, as you say. Um, but what are your thoughts on uh, 
on this one, Billy? Um, can't complain at all, can you really? What a player. You could he was one of those who could just like switch it on whenever he wanted to and when you needed something to happen, he'd be the guy to score the thirty yard screamer or run past everyone like you just mentioned. Um but I'll tell you what though, Clint Dempsey, I didn't realise how good he actually was, to be honest with you. I was looking at the stats earlier. And he scored 17 goals and six assists in Fulham's 2011-12 season. (laughs) Are you looking (laughs) at the wrong position, Billy? (laughs) Uh, Oh, fucking hell, I think I am, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. We haven't got there yet. Nani or David Bentley? We haven't got there. We haven't got there yet, mate. I mean, we will. We will be coming on to Clint Dempsey. You can say that one again. Uh, uh, Ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were looking at the wrong pole. Yeah. Um, oh well. Yeah, we're on, we're on Ben Arthur at the Sneak minute. Sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are your thoughts on having Ben Arthur? <laughs> I said what I said before. <laughs> he was a good player. <laughs> when you needed to, you could score a goal from 30 yards or run through everyone. <laughs> He just seemed to like he, he felt like fell off a cliff a little bit after he after Newcastle. Um, oh, I yeah, don't really know what happened to him. I think was it when they got relegated? And he's, I can't he remember to be honest with you. I think he went to PSG at some point in his career, but I don't know if that was straight oh, after yeah. Newcastle yeah. or I'm not mm. too sure. He definitely could have gone on to to do better things than what he did. But I remember when he mm. when he came through, he was sort of one of those that was billed as being like you know a wonder kid, and then never really hit hit the ground running straight away. And then obviously moved to Newcastle and it was kind of like, you know, while big things were expected of him, can he do it? And then obviously did it spectacularly Mm. for them, especially in that one season where where they managed to finish fifth in the league. Um, But then after that, as I say, just dropped off a cliff. Um, Don't know what (laughs) happened to him. But the other players in the poll, um, David Bentley, I I really liked as a player. Um, I thought he was class. Wherever he was, he seemed to to be a real threat. Um, good, Good at set pieces as well. Very um, very much liked him as a player and um, it's a shame that he only got 13% really but against Ben Arthur I don't think anyone was really going to win in this one no. <laughs> yeah uh, ben- Bentley had that good season or two for Blackburn mm. uh, and then yeah he got his move to Tottenham and then it kind of didn't go so well and then he retired really early but um, he's actually he actually did a show in Ireland playing Gaelic football which is like really? basically the opposite to <laughs> like all those players are basically the opposite to David Bentley like they all love a tackle <laughs> running really quickly and doing all that donkey work and he's there trying to like yeah he does like one, it's one episode long and he's just uh trying to practice Gaelic football and then he eventually plays a game and he's obviously got all the skills to like kick the ball or whatever um but yeah I think it's on YouTube if you want to give it a watch it's might have to that sounds interesting actually just that sounds to be fair it does sound <laughs> interesting like good, yeah. it's a weird this that's a, a like a weird crossover uh, but yeah, he had like a he had a weird spell in Russia, I think, and then retired like <laughs> yeah, at the age yeah. of like 30, he was like thirty one or thirty two when he retired. Yeah, he was really young. It's strange. Yeah, I don't think there was any sort of injury problem either that that forced him to retire. He was just off his own back, um, which is is really weird. Um, but yeah, I liked him in the Premier League, especially you know I'd say when he was with Blackburn, um, and then obviously Spurs. I remember him scoring that wonder goal again in the the North London derby um, yeah. from like the halfway line. Again, brilliant goal. Um, and a, a great player, uh, but it's just a shame that Hatem Ben Arthur scored a, a better goal. <laughs> <You've got that. laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to the the first central midfield um, 
pole. This one was a, a bit difficult, to be fair. And to be fair, there's a number of players in the central midfield poles that probably could have played on the wing. Um, but as we play 4-4-2... Does Clint Dempsey count? <laughs> Clint Dempsey's not in the one. He's in the next one, mate. Stop, stop trying to get Clint Dempsey in there. He didn't. He didn't even play for Villa. I don't know why he's so obsessed with them, Billy. The <laughs> um, <laughs> first first central midfielder is uh, Dimitri Payet, um, who's won this with thirty eight percent of the vote. He beat Xabi Alonso. He got thirty percent. Nico Cranchar with nineteen percent, and then Joe Cole with thirteen um, percent. Billy, what do you think about Dimitri Payet? He was a great player, wasn't he, when he was at um, West Ham? I think probably one of the best solo seasons from a player outside of the top six, potentially. Um, I don't know, he was just so good in that 2015-16 season. Uh, nine goals, 12 assists in his debut season in the Premier League. Just incredible, isn't it? You just don't see it happen. And... Um, it was a it was a real shame that he just couldn't do it for longer because he was he was su- just such a good player. He was, yeah, and some of those goals as well were just absolutely phenomenal. Mm, those three you know, the free kick <laughs> brings to mind where he ended up putting it into like he sort of put it right in the top corner in like the mm. near post or something. That was a ridiculous goal. Um, he pretty much carried West Ham for that season as well, as I recall. Um, and obviously yeah. he's a court hero there. Um, what do you think about this one, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I agree, Payet. Grew Billy Payet is just kind of made for this as well. Uh, the fact that he had that one unbelievable season and then left shortly after kind of cements himself as something of a cult hero. I'm not actually sure <laughs> if West Ham fans like him or hate him after they after he left. I can't actually remember. Oh, I think it's um, a bit, a bit of both. Of hope, I, think. Isn't it? <laughs> he, I don't think he left. I don't think he left in the best like circumstances. Yeah, because he definitely mm. wanted to try and get out, wasn't it, and go back to France. But yeah. like he was yeah. definitely their best player when he did leave, or shortly before. Um, and yeah can see a few Cranchar fans but obviously no one likes him as much as Harry Redknapp so that's why he didn't get as many votes um, I, I, was, I was just going to say I mean Nico Cranchar is a terrific player terrific terrific player um, got your arm out of the car window there because he was actually very good yeah definitely <laughs> yeah Cranchar was a handy player but uh yeah, he just got bought by Harry Redknapp too many times, didn't he? <laughs> That's kind of what he's remembered for now, isn't it? Rather yeah, than being a good yeah, footballer. Unfair. That's like Harry Redknapp's adopted son. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like uh, Xabi Alonso as well when he was at Liverpool. I was just going to say that, actually. I've, I voted for Alonso. He was an incredible player. Um, but thinking about it, if we're talking of a streets will never forget player, it's got to be Payet, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like it has to be for that sort of court hero status mm. that he has and, and that one season really where he, he really like hit it off with West Ham. Um, I put Joe Cole in here as well because I remember the like, the Joe Cole pre-2010 was just insane um, and he was very much in that, that sort of Iron Robin mould that we were talking mm. about earlier um, in that mm-hmm. Chelsea team. Uh, especially He was a decent know, player at Villa as well, to West be fair, Ham as well. injuries... Injuries <laughs> happened. <laughs> How does this is happen? It... How has every player played with Villa? <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what, Paul? I'm going to pile on here and say it. Joe Cole actually had a spell at Coventry City as well, um, <laughs> so we can all say he did. We we how has he not won then? Villa. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how he's not won this. Um, he still had, he still had. So, like as I said, pre twenty ten, Joe Cole was was immense. But when we signed him, it was in League One, and he just had, he wasn't fit enough. But he just had 
this class about him that was like mm. you're way too good for you know for this level because it like he scored a free kick um and it was just like yeah oh, this guy's amazing everyone was just like how <laughs> have we managed to sign him <laughs> but, um i agreed that he doesn't deserve it ahead of dimitri Payet though um so i'm going to move on and but billy this is your chance <laughs> finally we're <laughs> on to clinton dempsey's bowl um <laughs> he didn't even win <laughs> i know Adel that's Tarab the worst thing this about one. It. Um, <laughs> 55% of the vote for Adol Tarabd. Uh Tim Cahill was second with 28%. Clint Dempsey, the man himself, in third with 10%. And then Johan Kabai uh, in fourth with 7%. Uh, Billy, what are your thoughts on this one, mate? I'm disappointed. I thought Tarabd is a similar player to Ben Arthur, isn't he, really? It's kind of like this was kind of made mm. for him. But then I was looking at the stats earlier as I sent into the group chat. He scored seven goals and got eight assists in 86 Premier League games. <laughs> before <laughs> before seeing the stats, I'd have said he was a shoe in for this team. But those stats are just terrible, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Like, they're awful stats. But all, all you remember about him is like just everyone raving. Just the skills. So good on the ball. And his skills with a Z at the end, isn't he? That's what he is. <laughs> he's like... He's like the soccer AM showboat type footballer. And oh, I think that's I what he's, say, yeah. he's remembered. I was so actually going to say, uh, Joe Cole used to be that before he went to Chelsea. Um, he used to be on yeah. showboat like every week and then Mourinho obviously beat it out of him, which was <laughs> quite, yeah, good for Joe Cole's career, definitely. Um, he would have turned into Tarat otherwise. But have you seen um, the, I think the one video of Tarat I like always remember is when he like drags, drags the ball back and then slips it through someone's legs. And yeah. you can see, I think it's like Anthony Gardner when they're at Spurs and <laughs> Gardner's just like mouth wide open, shocked by what he's seen. <laughs> um, so yeah, we can all agree Tarat's not very good, like as a team player or whatever, but he is made for these polls as well. Yeah, definitely. The thing I love most about Adel Tarat is, is that when he was playing for QPR, he was playing under Neil Warnock. And like, you can, <laughs> you can clearly tell that Warnock's just gone to all his other players like, get that fucking ball to him. <laughs> let him let him do it. Just let him play. Don't try and don't ask for the ball. Like don't try and don't try and take it off him. There's no. He's only. You're only going to get a one-two. Like just give it to him and let him go. Like that's how basically how they ended up getting to the Premier League, and then how they ended up staying in the Premier League as well. Like, but his stats are just like they don't fit the the picture that we all have of no. Adam Um But he was another sort of like maverick character because after he left QPR, I think he went to Benfica and spent a lot of time in Benfica's like reserve team um and has mm. never really like done anything since it's really yeah. it's really weird um but I mean I'm still happy to have him in here though because give him the ball and he's going to nutmeg someone <laughs> and that's it that's what you want isn't it it's entertaining um <laughs> he's beaten um he's beaten Everton court hero Tim Cahill as well um the absolute thorn in the side of many a corner flag <laughs> uh Tim Cahill <laughs> What are your thoughts on uh, Cahill coming second ahead of Billy's favourite player, <laughs> Clint Dempsey? <laughs> Cahill's, yeah, he was one of those as well back in like 2006, 2007, where he's just scoring every week kind of thing. Um, mm. Yeah, just danger, always a danger in the air. I have a fr- friend who sports Millwall, so I read his autobiography. He gave it to me and it's shite, like, but it's he just <laughs> learned how to header when he, was, when he was really young and just practiced jumping really high and got him a career and now a career and as a pundit as well so fair play to him <laughs> I, I say, remember like, for Tim somebody who was so short he scored so many heady goals sorry go on Billy yeah I was just gonna say I remember Tim Cahill more in his 
more later on in his career when he was being pushed further forward into kind of like a centre forward striker position. Just because he scored scored so many goals, though, wasn't yeah. it? Like, <laughs> he was just dangerous. I'm like I remember um, he scored an absolute worldie at a World Cup for Australia as well. I remember one that. Year. Yeah, I um, just come in from. Oh yeah, I can't, I just, can't just come in from I school. And I saw it on the TV. <laughs> Cracking goal. <laughs> I, I can't remember which World Cup it was. It was either 2010 or 2014. But it's it's like a, a volley oh, that comes sorry, off yeah, the side of the Oh, sorry. Yeah, he scored the one against. Um, it was in South yeah, Africa, Africa, I think. In 2014, wasn't it? Wasn't it? He, may, yeah, he might have scored two. I can't. remember. Tim. Um, if if you are listening, Tim, please let us know because <laughs> it was a great goal. <laughs> Tell us what year it was that you scored it, please. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, as I touched on earlier, his celebration as well, where he just went and slapped up the corner flag. Yeah. Just <laughs> Iconic. It's unique, wasn't it? No one else. No one else could do it. No one else mm. could do it. <laughs> I tried it once. <laughs> I, was, I was playing, uh, you know, like junior football Sunday league. <laughs> I scored. I scored about three goals a season, and I managed to bag one. And I was like, I'm straight over to the corner, <laughs> and it didn't look as good as uh, as when Tim did it either. <laughs> but um, what are your thoughts on Clint Dempsey, Billy? Um, I didn't realise how good he actually was, if I'm being honest with you. I always knew that he was a decent player at Fulham, but I, I was, as I say, I was looking at the stats earlier and I didn't realise how many goals he scored. 17, 17 in that 11-12 season for Fulham. That must have been the season when they got um, Europa League football, wasn't it? No, Something it wasn't. Like that, um, surely? that was after. So Europa, Europa League football, I think, was 2010. Oh, really? It was before Roy Hodgson went oh, to wow. Liverpool. Yeah, because it was Hod- Hodgson was in charge. Um, so yeah, it was. But that was a like he was still one of their their like best mm. players in that team as well when they got to the Europa League final, and that was just like insane in itself. Craven Cottage. <laughs> yeah, like they they beat yeah. Juventus at, at Craven Cottage and overturned like a, a two or three goal deficit from the first <laughs> leg, which is incredible. Like, and Crazy. Bob did it with players like Bobby Zamora and <laughs> Clint Dempsey, <laughs> Zoltan Gira. Yeah, Clint Dempsey himself. Like, I mean, he's he's very fondly remembered in in America. He's like one of their their best like exports, isn't he, Clint Dempsey? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Alongside Landon Donovan, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Tim Howard as well. Uh, mm. What do you think about him? Paul, fond memories of Clinton? Yeah, he's a great player. Um, I think Liverpool were in for him for a while as well. A good few seasons they wanted him. Like even before Hodgson was there. Um, or maybe. Mm. Oh, actually, there's that famous story that um, Rogers wanted to. I think it was sell Henderson to get Clint Dempsey. <laughs> Jordan imagine, Henderson, imagine he, that gone as he was known back then. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a, a, a big transfer if that had gone through to be fair um, yeah I, and I a big don't mistake think, yeah I don't think Henderson would have lifted the Premier League trophy or the Champions League <laughs> if that had gone through <laughs> he probably would have he probably would have ended up going somewhere like Fulham like <laughs> and, um, yeah. and not back, winning anything back to Sunderland um, <laughs> I just want to mention Johan Kabay as well obviously lost the poll with only 7% of the vote but when he was at Newcastle um mm. For that one season, he was pretty good, and then he ended up coming back to for Palace as well, and he was a good player with Palace. Um, Great, I like him. Taken, I liked him. He? I thought he was a good technical player. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and he's again, he's one of those sort of like court hero type players. Um, ended up getting a move to PSG himself as well after mm. Newcastle. Um, so fair play to him. But I'm going to move on to the left midfield position, uh, which has been won by one of the all-time greats of the Premier League, 
uh, in my opinion. JJ Okopja, <laughs> so good. They named him twice, as they say. Uh, 44% of the vote he got. Uh, he's beaten Morton Gamps Pedersen um, at 28%. Andre Arshavin at 22% in third. And then Laurent Robert uh, got 6% <laughs> in fourth place. What do you think about this one, Paul? Some unbelievable options in here. Um <laughs> Tough to actually choose, but yeah, Okacho was probably the best player for the whole of his career. Um, and yeah, he was another one for Showboat on Soccer M. Just oh, yeah. unbelievable <laughs> skills. And to then, yeah, to do it in a team that was like fighting relegation. Very impressive. Um, Pedersen was a great shout in um, Fantasy Premier League back in the day. And then Arshavan and Robert, just two, like, just two really good players who did it for like a season or two and then just faded away. Like our Shavin's <laughs> four goals against Liverpool, they just—they're. It was just it's such a heartbreaking game to watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bit yeah, like the seven-two like earlier it's... in the season. <laughs> Not on that level. So, uh, it's more it's more <laughs> impressive, I think. <laughs> Much more exciting game. The four all. Um, what, what do you think about this one, Billy? Um, if I'm being honest with you, I think I was a bit too young to really comment on a culture but from what i've seen and what i've heard he was a brilliant player and certainly very skillful um personally voted for Arshavin because i just have fond memories of him scoring four against liverpool <laughs> but no he, he was a great player all round really Arshavin. i enjoyed watching him he was one of those players that you did enjoy watching you know what i mean yeah, and when he, I remember when he came to Arsenal, there was such like a, a buzz about him because he'd had a really good tournament. I think of the Euros mm. in like two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he and he was just like this guy is going to be class when he comes to the Premier League, and obviously came and he he did it for a little while and then you know tailed off. Um, didn't really leave on a good note. I think I think Arsenal fans were quite glad to be rid of him in the end when they got when they did sell him. Um, but for when when he was good, like you know when he scored those four goals at Liverpool, he was just class. Um, Akotcha is probably my favourite player out of these because he was just an absolute baller, like flicking the ball over players' heads just for no reason and just <laughs> making it look effortless, like really good. And he was like Big Sam gave him the captain's armband at um, at Bolton for a little while as well, just because he was the best player. And just like <laughs> it was just class. That's how Villa kept Jack Grealish entertaining. <laughs> just give him, give him the captain's armband. He'll he'll stay with us. <laughs> Every, everything about uh, everything about a culture was just entertaining though uh, but I also I really loved Morton Gamps Pedersen um, mm. I think if, if, if a culture hadn't been you know such an iconic player Pedersen would definitely have won this because he just had he I think he's almost did like the person who sparked the phrase wand of a left foot like yeah if, whenever I think of Morton Gamps Pedersen you think oh he had an absolute wand of a left foot just and now they say that with in, every left footed player ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets so overused these the days. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. Like he was, I think he was a bit underrated at the time as well. Because like mm. he was just he was class, and he could have gone somewhere bigger than Blackburn as well. I think um, they did well to keep him for as long as they did. Mm. Um, I don't think he was very good defensively, but like going forward, great those player. corners into um, Chris Samba. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, he had like. Yeah. He could play like the, the the floating cross, or he could like just ping one in with the outside of his foot and just like yeah. drill it. Great ball, great player, great left foot, uh, but sadly not as great as JJ Okocha. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going to move on to the centre forwards uh, polls. The first of which finished as a draw, uh, so we had to have a tiebreaker. Uh, but originally. 
the Yak, Yakubu, and Fernando Torres drew with 42% of the vote each. In the tie break, uh, Fernando Torres won with 53% compared to Yakubu's 47. Uh, so Torres made it in to the starting 11. Um, they beat Ben Jani, who got 10%, and then Andy Johnson with 6%. So neither of the other two came close. But um, I know you've both got some thoughts about this, boys. So I'm going to start with you, Billy. Um, I th- not a lot really needs to be said about Torres, to be honest. But he was so good with his long hair at Liverpool. But one thing I didn't know is that you actually that Yakubu scored ten more goals than Torres. He played forty more games, <laughs> but he scored ten more goals, which is just mental considering how good um, Torres was at Liverpool. Yeah, it is. Um, Yakubu was a great striker, though. I mean. I think people often forget just like mm. how good he was when he was at his peak because he wasn't playing for like a, a top top team. Um, but he just he had he had goals in him. Just whenever he, he you know he stepped onto the pitch, he thought you know he could bag. Um, and Torres was just iconic for that period at, at Liverpool. I think that's the reason why I put him in there. You know, with the long hair scored some great goals yeah. as well. Paul, what do you think about this one, mate? Yeah, I think I agree with both of you. Like you can you'd probably agree that Torres is a better player, but. He, yeah, he actually wasn't that good for that long, I suppose. He was good for two or three seasons, but he was like unbelievable at the time. Mm. And the main reason Liverpool were doing so well, him and Jared were getting a majority of the goals. Um, and then, yeah, Yakubu is a great player and just kind of, it seemed like for a time you could just stick him in any any lineup and he'd score goals. It didn't really matter how good the team were. Um, <laughs> he he'd deliver. Yak and he will uh, score, and then, as yeah, they say. <laughs> Absolutely, man. He was just a beast, and, uh, wasn't he? Like, just, yeah, exactly. He just had just so much pace, power. <laughs> He could finish. Like, <laughs> what's and not to love about the yak? penalties as well. <laughs> Honestly, like, what what is not to love about the yak? I always remember um, as a kid. I don't know if you guys were the same, but you know, we collected like football stickers and football cards. Mm. Um, and there was before match attacks came along, shootout cards were quite popular, and they used to do like the, the shiny five stars that were like quite rare. Oh, and yeah, Yakubu, yeah. Yakubu had one in a season that also had like Alan Shearer, Wayne Rooney, <laughs> Lampard, <laughs> Gerrard, like, all the best players <laughs> in the league. Like they all had <laughs> the shiny ones, and there's only about seven or eight players who had it, and Yakubu was one of them. While he was at like Middlesbrough, that's how good he was. He was class. <laughs> <laughs> and like initially, I was a little bit shocked about <laughs> him actually drawing with Torres because I thought that Torres would just storm away with it. And then looking back, I'm like, yeah, you could. Yeah, oh, Yakubu was brilliant. Um, but I think he kind of like he's kind of ruined his legacy a little bit um, because after he sort of left the Premier League, he came back and had some pretty disastrous spells with Reading first of all in the Championship, mm. and then he came to Cobb as well when we were in League One. <laughs> And like, <laughs> I think he played a total of about five minutes. Um, and <laughs> for about three of those minutes, he just walked around doing nothing. There's a video on, on Twitter of it of him just walking. And the, the players just passing him by. And there's a bit where we're on the attack as well. And he's just like on the halfway line next to our right back. <laughs> like, it's just like, mate, what, like, what are you Covering. doing? Like, yeah, and they said that he said that he was 34 at the time. He definitely wasn't 34. Like he's at least 40. Like when he... <laughs> the Coventry City effect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great player. I'm, I'm good that that he's not beaten Torres in the tie break. But also, I mean, Torres was brilliant, wasn't he? Mm. Like you say, that that period at Liverpool when he was just firing and was was their best player, arguably. I think Liverpool fans would probably say Gerrard and then Torres, but. Like he was just so good. The pair of them combined was just lethal. Um, we're going to move on to the the last poll, 
um, our final centre forward poll, which has been won by Michu, the man himself. The streets will never forget the man <laughs> himself. Uh, 51% of the vote he's beaten. Yeah, he's won here. He's beaten Jermaine Defoe with 22%, uh, Roque Santa Cruz with 14%, and Papi Cisse with 13%. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Paul? Some great options here as well. Um, I went for Michu, just obviously, yeah. He only had one season or one goal scoring season anyway <laughs> in the Premier League, so he just he deserved it. Um, I think, yeah, it's basically just injuries crippled him basically, and he couldn't really do anything. Um, mm. after that, and yeah, the other the other options are great. Like I loved Santa Cruz for Blackburn; he was another great mm-hmm. player. And yes, yeah, he say that goal that he scored against Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah, it was goal. Him and Demba incredible, weren't they? Yeah. Do you know what everyone forgets about that that goal he scored against Chelsea is that that was the second goal he scored. The first one he scored was also an absolute worldie, like of a, a volley. Oh, really? um, yeah, yeah. If you look, if you look at the the goal, the first goal that he scored in that game, it's also an absolutely brilliant goal, but it just gets completely forgotten because of that one from the left hand side where it's like outside of the boot. Yeah. Um, but like he was class. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this one, Billy? Um. He just had. I mean, it's understandable why he's in here. One season wonder. Just he's the definition of a one season wonder, isn't he? You search that into Google, and it'll come up with a picture of Michu. Um, but yeah, and then after, after that season, he just he just fell off the face of the earth. Um, but as I was saying to you guys before we started the recording, there was just so many players that could have been included into the polls, yeah. into the team. You've got like John Carew, who was at Villa, Boney, who was incredible again at um, Swansea. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Benteke again, on, another one who was like I idolized at Villa. Yaya Torre. Like, I'm just naming these off the top of my head. But there was just so many. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Torre. He's like yeah. one of the best players yeah. in the league. Yeah, yeah, Torre. No, no, he's, he, he's also, he gets he's a cool forgetting hero about, though, doesn't he? He does get forgetting about. <laughs> so, sometimes, but sometimes, like, maybe not. That's yeah. more. <laughs> That's more to do with like stu- like people's stupidity, right? More than anything else, like <laughs> possibly. <laughs> so, probably Yaya says a lot Torre about me. Yaya Torre was in our. Um, <laughs> Yaya Torre was in our, <laughs> our all time Premier League eleven uh, polls, which we started the eleven show with, like way back when. Mm. Um, and he was beaten, unfortunately, but he's he was class. Um, the others that you mentioned, yeah. though, like Ben Teke, yeah, and Zaki, like, yeah, Balassi like, as well. Zaki, we've had a couple of mentions. Um, oh yeah, Balassi, yeah. He was. Do you know, I thought about Yannick Balassi, um, but then I thought that Laurent Robert deserved it more than him um, because he just scored more it's screamers. True. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I want to give an honourable mention as well to a player that I forgot about until just now, uh, Dean Ashton. Um, he was mm. class. When he was with West Ham, and yeah, then injury ended his career. West Ham, didn't he? Um, yeah, he was. He's. I think he could have made it in. Uh, we never really talked about Andy Johnson um, on the last one, but Andy Johnson, when he was at Palace, scored twenty-one goals for them one season, and then they well, they got relegated. Um, but that, he was insane, and then he went to Everton mm-hmm. as well and carried on bagging goals. There's so many strikers, as you say, um, that, that could make it in here. But Michu for being the one season wonder that he is definitely deserves it. And when and when Harland idolizes uh, you as well. Says yeah, I'm just gonna took took it right out of my mouth there, mate. And he's Erling Haaland's like idol, um, so like, that says it all. And Michu fully deserves his place in the team, uh, and we're glad to have him in. Uh, I did tag him on the Instagram post, so Michu, if you if you notice that and you want to listen to the podcast, um, feel free, and we'll, we'll definitely get you on. <laughs> um, so that concludes our eleven boys. 
Um, we are going to do our traditional questions uh, in a moment, but before we do, uh, I've just realised we haven't mentioned Manscaped uh, for the whole podcast yet, so I need to chuck that in. Um, <laughs> if you do need anything from Manscaped, if you need a bit of male grooming, um, then use the code SCREAMERS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Um, if you need any recommendations on products, I'd recommend the Lawn Mower 3.0. Very good. <laughs> Does the job. Great bit of kit, that. Uh, Person, my personal favourite is the deodorant. Code. Yeah, the ball deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifesaver in some situations. Um, <laughs> I don't think the streets will ever forget any products that Manscaped sell. Uh, so. <laughs> definitely go buy them. Um, so moving on, the, uh, the traditional questions that we ask. Um, first of all, who manages this team? Streets will never forget manager. We were talking about this before we came on mm-hmm. um, and thinking of a few names. I'm going to go to you first, Billy. Um, well, I said Roberto Mancini because of, I mean, how good he was. The Italian, just he just looked the part every week, didn't he? And then he had that <laughs> uh, little scarf as well. Um, but thinking about it, we had, you lot mentioned... Uh, Alan Pardew, players like that, Harry Redknapp. But I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to die on the Roberto Mancini hill. (laughs) Fair play. I mean, it's an iconic look, ain't it? Wearing the club scarf Mm. um, on the sidelines. I don't think any manager's done that since. Um, And he was definitely a character and obviously ended up winning the league as well. Uh, Paul, who would you go for as your streets will never forget manager? Um, I don't think I could pick one. I'm not sure. I think I think Pardew's a good shout. He's been around for a while. He did his dance in the FA Cup against United. <laughs> that will never be forgotten. And didn't he get in a fight with Wenger? Didn't he headbutt someone? Headbutted David Myler as well. David Myler, I think. I'm yeah. surprised you've forgotten oh, about yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pardew, had, Pardew did have a bit of a spat with Wenger, though, um, as well. I yeah. think he was West Ham manager at the time. And um, um, they had their little little fracas on the sidelines. Everyone loves a spat uh, with Baker, yeah. don't they? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's do you know, true. Do you know what? who I'm going to go for, um, who we've not mentioned yet? I'm going to go for Tony Pulis um, because of Stoke when they for came sure. up. Um, <laughs> when Stoke came to the Premier League and Rory Delap was slinging them throwing them. <laughs> like, that was just a... What a time to, to be watching football that was. It was just incredible. Um, and it's all down to Tony Pulis. So I'm going to go for him. Um, he played some boring football, caps. though. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he, he did, yeah. But, like, all they needed was a throw-in within 30 yards of the, <laughs> the box. And that was it. Stoke 1-0. Like, it's quality. Um, it's it's Ryan just, Shawcross. Like, it's just... It's such a unique art form, ain't it? Like the long throw, and like players have done it yeah. since. Like Aaron Gunnison is the number one that springs to mind like, from um, from Cardiff, and then obviously he was a Coventry City player as well. Uh, great, <laughs> that's great why player. it springs um, to great mind. Long throws, <laughs> yeah, that's why it springs to mind. Yeah, because um, it was around the, the Rory the lap time as well. But but like that was just it's iconic for me. So I'm going for for Tony Pulis. Um, <laughs> moving on, who captains your team? I'm going to start with you, Paul. Are you giving the armband to? Um, I'm giving the armband to Akacha. Um, purely for the reason that Allardyce thought it was that he was good enough to give the armband to in like a team that really didn't match Akacha's qualities. So like the whole team was like full of workhorses and then Akacha's just there as the captain doing tricks in the corner flag. Like, um, so yeah, I'm, pi- I'm picking Akacha. I love that choice. I love I love the, <laughs> the reasoning behind it uh, because... You know, on Total Screamers, what's good enough for Sam Allardyce is good enough for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Billy, who are you going for? 
there's only one man that it can be for me, Olaf Melberg. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to go for Melberg, the uh, mm-hmm. the warrior at centre back. Um, exactly. But do you know what? I think I'm, I'd be with you on that. Um, I'd, I'd pick Melberg as well. Out of these players, it's a toss up between him and Chris Samba. Um, but I, th- I just remember Melberg being a bit more of a, a fighter and a, a captain. Um, so I'm going to go the for Viking. him. Um, yeah, definitely, <laughs> especially with the beard. Exactly. <laughs> um, I would, I would also insist that if he is captain, he makes every other player in the team grow a beard like his. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. And then the, the streets would never forget that. <laughs> um, final question, final question for myself, boys. Um, if you're an opposing player and you come up against these this team, whose shirt do you want to swap with at the end of the game? Billy, I'll go for you first. Same as the captain, Mr. Olaf Melberg. I gave the story as to why earlier. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, Paul, whose shirt are you taking? I'm picking Torres for yeah obvious reasons his time at Liverpool. Um, and yeah, he was just one of the best strikers I've seen play for Liverpool. <coughs> Fair play. Fair play. Solid choice. Solid choice. Um, if Yakubu had won his poll, I'd be going for Yakubu. Uh, but I'm going to pick Michu. Just because I would love to have meet you, Cher. Um Just knowing that Erling Haaland hasn't got it, and I have, um, <laughs> that would be great. Um, and plus, he's a he's an icon for that one season that he had, isn't he? Um, so mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go with meet you, definitely. And yeah. I'd, I'd be like, if I scored as well, I'd be doing the meet you celebration, the little like, <laughs> hand by the ear thing. Like, I'll be doing that definitely. I'm, su- I'm surprised um, Haaland hasn't done it. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I reckon he's saving it for like the first goal he scores in the Premier League. Do the meet That'd be incredible if he did. To be fair, Harland, if you're watching, you know what to do. <laughs> he has, he has done it, Billy. Has he? I thought he'd done it, and I just, yeah, I just looked it up, and he's done it for Norway. Oh, fair enough. Oh, well, that doesn't count. At least, <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> well, well, don't well, listen to me then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you thought Clint Dempsey made it in. <laughs> <laughs> he should have done. <laughs> uh, right. Is there is there anything else that you want to add, boys? Any other questions you've got? Nothing from me, mate, no. Nope. All good. All right. Um, well, in that case, thank you both for joining me. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned to Total Screamers. We've got more podcasts coming. Um, we're back with our usual stuff next week, and we've got some more announcements coming soon as well. Um, so make sure you keep your eyes and ears to the ground waiting for them. And cheery bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.